Good evening, everyone. Welcome to your D1T and 5 for the evening of Thursday, December 31st, 2020. I'm Connor Newcomb, and let's get right into the biggest stories. Outgoing Georgia Athletic Director Greg McGarity reflects on his time as AD, noting the demands of the job include several micro-stressors. It could be having to hire a coach. I know during the times hiring Tom Crean and Kirby, there's a lot of things that are at stake. Those are the moments that are really stressful because you know how important they are. Luckily, those don't crop up often, but when they do, you've just got to devote 24-7 of your energy towards those, said McGarity. As for what's next for him, he has been linked to the president and CEO opening for Gator Bowl Sports. And McGarity says, We'll just see what presents itself once I'm finished here at Georgia. I don't have to really worry about that because the next thing I'm going to be doing is something that I'm really, really going to enjoy, and hopefully it's not as pressure-packed as this job. As for what's next for UGA, McGarity explains that his successor must be on top of what is going on in the college athletics landscape. Asked whether Senior Deputy Athletic Director Josh Brooks should get the job permanently, McGarity is playing it close to the vest. Saying, I certainly don't want to say anything publicly about it because President Moorhead has a very difficult decision to make and I respect that. What I say to the President will kind of stay between he and I, and that's certainly not in the public domain. Incoming Illinois State AD Kyle Brennan during a Q&A session said the Redbirds, quote, want to be making headway on facility fronts within the first year. I also want to see us increase ticket sales. I think there's an opportunity for us to do better there. Asked how ISU can prevent cuts to staff and or programs, Brennan said he hasn't had a chance to dive into the budget yet, saying, you never want to come in looking at cuts. Our goal is to find ways to tap the resources we have, be successful, and grow those sources of revenue. My goal is not to have COVID impact us on the budget. Our job here is to find ways to overcome it. President Dietz also offered some details on Brennan's contract, which runs through June 2024 and includes an annual salary of $220,000, as well as the use of an automobile and a membership to Bloomington County Country Club. Louisiana Tech is 80% done rebuilding several facilities damaged in the April 2019 tornado, per AD Eric Wood, who says the projects are set to be complete by February of next year. Right now, the tennis court and softball field are the priorities. Penn State head football coach James Franklin receives his $300,000 retention bonus today. The Nittany Lions head coach earned a base salary of $500,000 this year and also received $4.9 million of supplemental pay along with a $1 million loan for life insurance. Franklin would have picked up an additional $200,000 had Penn State decided to play in a bowl game. New Vanderbilt head football coach Clark Lee has hired Syracuse special teams coach Justin Lustig for the same role, per Yahoo's Pete Thamel. USA Today's Brent Schrotenbohr chronicles the ascension of ESPN analyst Kirk Herbstreet, who began his media career on the radio making $12,000 per year. Herbstreet was close to following a different career path and had an offer to work as a pharmaceutical sales rep making $85,000 per year. Eventually, after first getting rejected by ABC, Herbstreet got the call to work as a sideline reporter for ESPN2, and he would soon climb the ladder even higher, moving into the broadcast booth for Arena League games before getting the nod to replace former ESPN analyst Craig James on College Game Day. Attorney and University of San Diego adjunct law professor Len Simon writes for SBJ that the NIL proposals pending before the NCAA are A, overbroad, applying to too many athletes and too many small NIL deals, B, greedy, protecting the university's bank accounts at their students' expense, and C, archaic, 
placing limits on the hiring of agents, and D, overcomplicated, creating traps for the unwary athlete. Notable authors and public speakers Damon West and John Gordon come to the defense of Clemson head football coach Dabo Sweeney following USA Today's columnist Dan Wilkins' recent piece on the Tigers' head coach. West said, What struck me most about it was your inability to report the entire story. Your aim was a hit piece. Dabo is a servant leader who happens to be a great football coach. He gave me a chance when few did. He does this for so many, too. Gordon added, I've worked with the best in sports, and he's the real deal. And ESPN's David Partum points out news, quote, about players sitting out is routinely hitting the betting market before it's made public during bowl season, and submits that the next big gambling scandal, in my opinion, is going to be centered on the leaking of inside information rather than point shaving or match fixing, he writes. SBJ's Bill King agrees, adding, It's time for ADs and presidents to step up and require injury reporting, whether coaches like it or not. They're inviting trouble if they don't. That's your D1T and 5 for the evening of Thursday, December 31st, 2020. I'm Connor Newcomb wishing you a happy new year and reminding you to join us back here tomorrow morning.